there's no reason to recap the entire Walking Dead uh, universe when we jump into Daryl Dixon, The Walking Dead, because this is a solo project, just six episodes, sort of like Loki in the Marvelverse, where, um, where, where we're just talking about Daryl Dixon. And, and so here's the Wikipedia summary, and tell me if you agree or not, because we both watched it, we'll both be able to talk about it, but Daryl washes ashore in France the origin of the zombie virus and struggles to piece together how he got there and why. The series tracks his journey across a broken but resilient France as he hopes to find his way back home. As he attempts his journey, though, the connections he forms along the way complicate his ultimate plan. Okay, so what do you think of that? Well, we know why he got yes, there. right? Like, it says how he got there and why. I think he, like, even, he doesn't straight up tell us, but you can tell he knows. Like, it's not like he had amnesia. Well, not only that, Judith reminded me a little bit of Elsa Dutton from uh, 1923, this episode. 1883? 18, 18, well, 1883, but in 1923, Elsa Dutton is the one that narrates that, right? And yeah. Judith, you kind of hear it in a voiceover at the beginning of this episode. Well, I, I think it's pretty obvious he's trying to find Rick and I give the show a lot of credit for that because every single person who watches The Walking Dead wants to know what happened to Rick. Let's do a qualifier here. So if you haven't watched The Walking Dead before and you're just jumping into this, this might not be the podcast for you because we're going to break this down scene by scene and just our thoughts on it. But we'll also be talking about the original series a lot. I don't think we'll have time to really like segue into how the show came to be any of that stuff. So let's do what we don't usually do. We try to avoid just going plot point by Mm -hmm. plot point. But I really want to do it with this one because it's an hour long and I feel like I just had so many thoughts Starting with the first narration, which you're talking about, which is Judith saying, you deserve a happy ending too. She was speaking to Daryl at that time, and obviously it affects him because he went off on this journey of self-discovery and also trying to find, I think, Rick and Michonne and the rest of the gang. Um, but, But the thing about the way that they play it there is that that voice clip... It's just so murmured and mumbled to me that I didn't understand it at first. I had to replay it a few <laughs> times, and then I had to turn on subtitles. And I know later on they repeat the same narration. And they I even show. He, they even show it. A yes, they bit. show it. That's right. But but if you are just a common watcher, you may have forgotten that that was what was said. Mm-hmm. And for me, I was like, well, this was this was really hard to pick up. Maybe they should have gotten a new cut of it. It or sounded something. inaudible. I had to turn on subtitles. Yeah, yeah. So we both turned on the subtitles. Daryl's tied to the back of a skiff on the ocean. Right, so me- I never saw the f- series finale. Yeah, he just Walking rides Dead. off on a motorcycle. Yeah, I know, and I understand that uh, we're probably going to get how he got in that position, but I was wondering for a quick second if that was just supposed to be a cliffhanger that we were getting actually resolved that was shown in the finale, or no. if this was just where they were deciding to start it. Yeah, no, he says goodbye to Carol, and like, because originally this was supposed to be Carol and Daryl's show, right? Yes. And, but then Carol couldn't do it. Um, I forgot the name of the actress, but she couldn't do it because she didn't want to film overseas mm-hmm. she still will appear in the series just not as a main character and so it was re uh remade for just a daryl storyline and now he's on the back of this uh this this boat but he's tied to it and at the same time it reminded me of one piece because that was how we were introduced to monkey he wasn't tied to the back of the boat but he was on introduced on a boat with a seagull right <laughs> yeah and we do see a seagull in this and but it also reminded me of norman reedus and that trailer that came out so long ago the hideo uh, Kojima one? Are you the, thinking about the video the horror game one? Yes, because that's what it looked like. Where when, when he was on the back of the skiff and he was next to the beach, it looked like it was the same tone, the same <laughs> atmosphere. And I was just like, is this a live action remake of Death's uh, Stranding? <laughs> and then I remember the previous trailer before that. Do you remember that whole thing with the video game where they released a demo and then it got canceled, but it was still like an amazing demo? Right, yeah. And then like a few years later. But actually, Death Stranding didn't even come out until 2019. I didn't realize it because that trailer came out like seven years ago yeah with, i was, was going to say i didn't even know that like, but then it took years 
for it to actually come out as a game. And then it's still not released, I don't think, on like Mac or anything. And then, uh, yeah, so so he's on the back of the skiff and he's coming into France and we have to wonder how he got there. I really like the way that it was shot. The mm -hmm. first 30 minutes specifically, I, I really like like the long why, shots. Why the how first we got. 30 minutes Whoa. and not the full episode? Okay, so the first 30 minutes were what I wanted to see. They focused on Daryl Dixon. The last 30 minutes, I feel like, threw the episode away. Well, the last 30 minutes introduced to you to what the rest of the series is going to be about. Like, if it, the, the Walking Dead has always done one thing really well, even throughout its later seasons, which is like those non-talking uh, introduction scenes, 10 minute long montages where it just like shows one person either traveling a long distance, getting through the zombie ridden lands, uh, surviving and just by themselves. They're always able to accomplish those in such a cool way. However, they never stick with it. After the introduction plays, that's when they usually start introducing a bunch of other characters because they realize that they need drama. They need people to be speaking. They need people to be doing things other than just walking the land. It's you know? not just that it didn't focus on Daryl Dixon as much in the last 30 minutes. It's that I feel like, and we'll get there, but they pulled from so many other things that do it so much better. In fact, some of my similarities are like Why the Last Man and The Last of Us and uh, also Sweet Tooth as well. Hmm. Okay, well, yeah, dystopian futuristic TV but shows. But he gets off the boat, he's able to untie his This is his the weird hands. thing. He gets off that boat, it doesn't take him anything to untie his bonds. <laughs> and the person who put him on the back of the boat, because it wasn't him, we find that out later. Yes. I didn't understand this. It was like Jack uh, Sparrow from Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. where they just stuck him on a boat and it, it figured that he would die. Or, or they <laughs> made him, no, 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 they made him walk the plank and then figured he would die. And then he like strung together two sea turtles and survived. But like Daryl Dixon's thing is very similar because the last we've seen him, he was in like Georgia or where, wherever uh, they say in the U.S. that they're I from. I think it was Georgia, yeah. That's where they film it. I don't know if that's actually where it takes place. I forget. Um, but but the thing is that he would have made it all the way to France on the back of that skiff. That's impossible. Wait, especially so, with so, three weeks, no food. Yeah. Yeah. So that. later on, we find out that he was actually part of a big rig that was making its way to France. And then at the very end, he jumped off onto an escape boat and got tied up on there. But then he unties himself. He gets to the beach. And the first thing he does, which I understand, you're very thirsty, you're sunburnt, you, you need water, is he runs up to just a random bucket there and he drinks a ton of seawater. Yeah. Because it's still in the shoreline. You can still see where the beach is flat. And there's no way that that is fresh water i know so, that's something i was surprised so it's really too. weird he, it's not desalinated water and so like i would think that that would make him sick but it doesn't i do get the last of us vibes that you're talking about where the first 10 minutes are just really cool he's scavenging he well, finds a tape recording of a guy he's listening to that uh, about the guy's sad story and he's playing with a stuffed penguin he also finds a harpoon he also decides it's poncho time and so, he sticks his poncho back so let's him. talk about that yeah. because the the 10 man 20 is walking through france and the whole entire place is decrepit it's torn down. I really like how it was shot, but it actually, Dead City, as much as I did not like that TV show, in mm -hmm. fact, looking back on it, I gave it a five, I'd probably give it a four, but that was actually more closer related to how the comics were when the comics ended, because it seemed like civilization was kind of back to at least some type of starting point. Here, it seems like we were just walking, watching another episode of The Walking Dead, where it's like there's no one around. I mean, New York and France, very different. 
Yes. Yes. I mean, New York is super uh, consolidated. You have, as they showed, many more rats, many more vermin. And all of that, uh, the Maggie show that you were just talking about. Dead, Dead City. Dead City, yeah. Yeah, it took place at nighttime. So it was super dark. So you couldn't really see anything. And there were zombies falling I'm talking from more the about high the rises the entire time. Do you remember time? the first few scenes but, of Dead City where there was like a bar and there was people inside there drinking? and, and That was middle America, though. Stuff? Yeah, yeah, well, I, I'm just saying that like it seemed like it followed it more closely related to what was like when the comics ended yeah but this is like much more european this is like you're seeing the streets are um cobblestone and like he's walking into places he's seeing french signs all the time which would warn him not to go into certain buildings but he doesn't know french yeah. so he ends up going in there anyways i think one of them's like hungry zombies are in here and he's just like all right well the weird thing about how they approach big buildings and warehouses is that you would think by now especially with the amount of times they've gotten stuck in those yes like the governor got stuck in one i remember everybody hates chris that dude got stuck in it one. was the first few episodes where merle stuck up the top of the building that yeah. they that you would make a noise as soon as you walk in to see if it like wakes up any zombies mm -hmm. and then that way you're able to get out of there before you actually wander in um but, but these zombies were scary yes. well the thing about these zombies is here's where the creativity points come in and you got to give it up to the walking dead because it's finally yes. after however many years introduce zombies that can do other things than just walk at a very slow pace and the be walking walkers. dead zombies were always yes. the least scary to me i mean you take in something like 28 days later where those zombies it takes like five seconds and it doesn't they don't even have to bite you just blood gets into your eye these zombies always walk slow but yes the acid zombies they touch you and like your skin just starts burning mm -hmm. i was like thankfully these are actual this fits the horror genre it's going for yeah and not only do they burn you but they also infect you that way so we find out later that they have to cauterize those wounds that uh, daryl gets from that handprint to make sure that he doesn't turn but it, which is sort of a cure, I guess, for that type of zombie. Yeah. We also see in the next uh, go-round that there's probably going to be fast zombies. Obviously not the same speed of like 28 weeks later, but like definitely faster than The Walking Dead. Maybe they should change the name. Um, <laughs> so so Daryl, what did you think if they had like made it so he didn't talk the entire show? I don't know how they would have been able to do that. They because like follow the first 10 minutes and then at least for a full episode. I they could have like done it for one episode. That would have gone long in tooth. I'm glad that they I don't think so. You I think, think that so? they No, absolutely not. I think they could have shown a full episode where he barely had to speak and maybe at the last moment the last thing he says is like hello or something when he meets someone that one he would actually One thing was clear from the trailer. This was going to be a lot darker and more dramatic take than any other Walking Dead spin-off that we had gotten up until this point. It's funny because it reminded me a little bit of um Elf uh, Elf? Yeah, the beginning reminds me of Buddy when he has to go from the <laughs> North Pole all the way to New York, and we see him just, like, going over hilltops and stuff. Like, Daryl does not choose the path of least resistance. Yeah, he really. He, I mean, he's, like, he's you, going on mountains. You've seen like Dungeons & Dragons where the guy just walks right over the rock <laughs> as opposed to around the rock. That's kind of Daryl's, yeah. like, motto. He's like, I know what direction I have to go, and I'm not going to get... Uh, I'm not going to get turned around. <laughs> so he goes... And he's also, like, a Skyrim character in that way, too. One of the things that annoys me about The Walking Dead, though, is that no character seems to just have bolt cutters around with them. I feel like that would be such an indispensable yeah. tool. And I feel like there'd be a lot more fencing that these guys would be running into that we don't see. And that would be something where it's like a bolt cutter would be the perfect weapon. But instead, he just keeps that harpoon with him mm -hmm. as opposed to his, what does he normally have? The, the crossbow. The crossbow. Thank you. And he gets one later on, of course, because he's Daryl. But, but for the first half of it, it's cool to see not only that, but also the zombies that are dead with the weird plants 
growing through them. And yes. Stuff. Like, yeah, the it wasn't just the makeup department making cool-looking zombies this time. It was dead zombies that looked like statues. It was meeting my expectations, especially because, like, yeah, Maggie and Negan were liked, but Daryl was especially loved for the first few seasons of The Walking Dead, so much so they decided not to come off in the first season, and after Dwight was introduced in the comics, he practically adopted the same traits now, that Daryl does. Yeah, so why doesn't Dwight show up? Like, is, is Dwight going to be... What, does Dwight show up even in the last few seasons of The Walking yeah, Dead? Yeah, I think he does. Uh, that I, would have been a weird team in up. The comic, like two Daryls? <laughs> well, in the comics, I, I Dwight, I think, is supposed to be a protagonist. Yeah. And in the show, he's supposed to be an antagonist. He works for Negan, even though he that, doesn't That was like only it. at the beginning. I'm pretty sure he was a he was a good guy by the end. Um, yeah, so you were saying, though. He meets Maribel and Gulam. Oh, no, you're jumping way ahead. Okay, oh, wait, so wait. he sees a lot of French, first of all. He sees the uh, Hungry Ones and the God Loves You signs. And uh, he, he just notices that, like, life is still around there. He yes. even sees people in the back Background, and that's where he stumbles upon other living people, um, Maribel, and as you said, Gulame. That's what I have it as. Guyame. It's, I don't it's, know. <laughs> it's his. It's her dad. But the thing that I like that what? they do. No, they never say it's her dad. She may have lied and said it was her dad, but I don't think that was her dad. Did you see how they killed him off? They, they like. I don't think that was her dad. Well, why well, I like what they did with her character yeah. is that they decided not to just make it where Daryl decides not to pick them up because they try to get Daryl to come along with them. I or think you need to introduce. I think you need to introduce them better. So like Daryl just stumbles upon their little what camp site. Yeah. And they're ha- they have their apples there and they have some food Rabbit. and they at first say that they will uh, trade him for medical supplies, which he does. Um, Gives and, them a first aid so, basket. He takes them. So apples. they're having a nice little conversation, and that's where um, she says she speaks some English. Her dad speaks less English, but like he's he's present. He's also supposed to be blind. Um, yeah, and, he has something wrapped around his eyes. Well, yeah, that's just to kind of again make them seem more vulnerable than they actually are. That's when very conveniently, right? This other set of, like, these two guys show up, and they seem to be a part of a Negan-type group. They're part of the cause. Yeah, So they're, but they're like an army, right? Yes. And they immediately start bullying uh, Maribel and Willa. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it. I was name. starting to get annoyed by this point, because there was obvious a reason that, like, Daryl was going to need in order to have these other two. Yeah, bullies just randomly appear. They did spawn up. But it's not only that. It's like The Walking Dead has this, does the same thing over and over again. Wherever they introduce a character where it's like the protagonist, Daryl in this instance, has to say, no, I can't let you allow you to come along with me. And then there has to be something that happens that actually changes their mindset like one second later. I don't Hence think they the were cause. ever inviting him. They were just inviting themselves. They were like, hey, so if you can but take that's, us. But that's that's why, I, like what you were talking about before, create, creativity points. Yeah. That's why I have to give them creative points because I thought that the once Daryl saved them from the cause, they were just going to, all three of them were going to go on an adventure together. But no, what happens is, is that uh, they end up killing the two people from the cause. They fight them. (laughs) They start attacking Maribel. She starts screaming. Daryl attacks the first guy, kills, and then his friend kills him, trying to kill Daryl. And Mm -hmm. then Daryl puts up his hand, even though the guy's pointing a gun at him. And the guy stops. The bully stops. (laughs) He could have shot Daryl. This happens twice in the episode. Once later on, his brother does the same exact thing, I think, where Daryl sticks up his hand 
as a motive to stop the guy from killing him when that's the only thing that they want to do. I think it was... It makes no mm, sense. I think that they were trying to show that the cause had some type of moral compass, even if that But they just killed their own No, no, and I understand that. But also, I really did like that part because I was not expecting that. You always see that in a TV show where someone has another person at gunpoint and one of them pointing the gun at uh, at them. And sure. then still and then still they just decided to shoot him anyways. And yeah. we see that uh, Norman Reedus' face is like very messed up by it. But I think that, again, especially because the main person of the cause was that person's brother, right? Well, we're getting ahead again. But I'm saying the fact that these two guys just show up and they seem like they have no morals. Like you're saying they have morals. I don't say they have more, any morals. I'm saying that they were there to steal Maribel and probably do bad things to her. But instead, they're stopped by Daryl putting up his hand. I'm not saying makes, they were good characters. Yeah. I'm saying that I think, like you're saying, Daryl puts up his hand and the guy decides not to shoot him because he has, he has some no, sense. I think he's just <laughs> stupid. I think that, the, the, or lazy writing or something, but like that part made no sense to me. But yes, both of them end up dying. Daryl and Maribel and Guillaume are all there. And that's when Maribel and Guillaume beat up Daryl to a point where like they knock him over the head and then they steal his I stuff. I was so happy to see there. that. I was so happy to see it. Turns like out that they were kind of evil. Yeah. Yes. But then the, you get these nuns, very much like uh, Daredevil, <laughs> where this one lady, especially Isabella, right? Yeah. That's her name or is it Isabel? It's Isabel. Okay. Isabel, she shows up. She scares off Maribel and, and her dad and, uh, and and she saves Daryl. And the next scene we see is like her part of a big old nun community and they're called the Union of Hope. This and is not the only thing are they just, not only have they survived, they're a bunch of fighting nuns, kind of Mrs. Davis style. Yes. Or warrior nun. I was also thinking that this is, that, this is the part that reminded me most of Why the Last Man because Daryl Dixon, even though we've seen other guys show up in this show so far seems to be the only like male protagonist this is what doesn't make sense though um you've got this big old bully uh community you said they were called the, the cause, cause right yeah. and they're they're roaming the areas constantly right and they just let these group of women have this huge academy for themselves like it doesn't make any sense after all these years that these group that this group that doesn't seem anywhere as strong as um some of the walking dead groups that have gotten destroyed over the time not even as strong as like hilltop but yeah. they've just been allowed to exist on their own in this place and no one's bothered, bothered them. To me, I didn't think that it broke the suspension of disbelief. I was just willing to give the show If that. it was out in the middle of nowhere, maybe, but like this was prime part of the city. So Daryl ends up there and they, they cure him and that's where he finds Laurent. And this is where people have started to compare Laurent, the special child orphan, the the one boy that's there. And immediately they want to pass him off to Daryl and they say, you take him. It's the turning he, point to the show when I started to hate it. I do not understand why the Walking Dead writers always feel like Daryl has to have something to do with kids it well, happened beth. with it happened no, no it happened with sophia in season two yeah. it happened with beth in season so four i think the beth one was so successful that ever since then they're like this contrast works you have the or, or the um uh reese's peanut butter cup you got the peanut butter <laughs> and the chocolate you got daryl being all gruff and you got the kid being all but it's, innocent but it even happened with judith I, I read this later on apparently he becomes the father figure to judith at the very uh, last few seasons of the walking game of Dead. thrones you're looking at the mountain but Arya. they don't but always have crazy 
to do it. They yeah, don't but they have do, to do it. for yes. the fact of the show being six episodes. But the Carl comparisons are what made me laugh because people were like, oh, man, he's a lot like Carl with the precociousness, you know, where the, the kid is smarter than he's <laughs> supposed to be, where he's wiser than he's supposed was to Carl be. Was Carl ever like he smarter was, than By the end, he's literally like giving speeches about how like the world should work and how like he sees a peaceful yeah, future and even stuff at the like age that. that Carl was when Lawrence is, well, that Lawrence was the, seems that way was the joke, more. Is that people were like, it's the new Carl. So it's like, Carl. And it's like, Lawrence, <laughs> Lawrence. <laughs> All right. But yeah, so he's supposed to be the next uh, Messiah, I guess. At that least was that's crazy. What the, yeah. The, it is a kind of a jump. <laughs> To believe that Isabel and the rest of the nuns have come to believe, based on like some drawings that this kid has done, that he is going to save the, the planet. And the way he talks, yeah. And the way he talks, <laughs> so that he's like some sort of messenger. And again, that they're just going to pass him off to the first guy who they have to save, as if he's going to be able to take him across the land. That's where the Last of Us comparisons come in, because it's very much like Ellie. It's almost and entirely where, like the Last of Us. Yeah, that's why I Pedro hate Pascal it so much. To, the first thirty minutes felt like it was going somewhere different, and then the last thirty minutes was just stuff that we've seen before, either from The Walking Dead or from other TV shows. I didn't like how they made Daryl so vague about how he got there. Like, I get that he knows and that he just wants to get back home at this point, but it felt so pushy towards you have to watch the rest of the series to find out yeah rather than him just saying well i actually came to look for some friends and i didn't find them i ended up on the back of a skiff and uh, tied up and i survived but i need to find my way back to america did you notice he didn't even say someone he kept referring to yes. the people as something yeah i was like why not, not at least make it more specific because again you deserve a happy ending too he was looking for something but he's not willing to say what that thing was and unless they're about to say that his dog got lost on a trip to france <laughs> then i'm just not buying it or maybe his motorcycle can you believe that like he just followed his motorcycle <laughs> to france um yeah so he gets all healed up and cured and he has a bath and he has that scene where you know when you're in the bath and you go whoosh, like yes, out of the water yeah. that they always do in tv and movie but you would never do in like real life <laughs> yeah and uh, i didn't but here's the thing i did yeah. not mind the scene where the he was in burst. bath and when he was also talking to isabel and like talking about their scars and everything did you recognize isabel no same was... lady from harry potter the fourth movie flora delacour or whatever her name was she was supposed to be like the hotness no the idea <laughs> you, don't, you don't remember the books either i just yeah all right yes so he has a bunch of scars we see those on the back of his thing too that's another cliche shot did that happen in season nine because i remember they tried to do something in season nine of the walking dead where michonne had scars and they didn't tell you how she got them until like later on into the season mm -hmm. and daryl i'm assuming it was the same thing yeah i mean it, that's been done in every series ever is they try to show a characters like even in uh halt and catch fire which you wouldn't expect a series like that the guy has scars but i was saying did Daryl get those scars? You want scars? to make yourself seem mysterious and cool? Just give yourself some scars. But did Daryl get those scars at the same time that Michonne did? I thought he got them as a kid because he even says, like, my mm. dad was uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Merle did not have a great childhood. We already knew that. Um, it also reminded me a little bit of Lost Flowers of Al's Heart as far as the uh, community of women um, that were just like in the abbey in the courtyard. Talk and how they, show how, they didn't, how they didn't accept males usually and how even they got, uh, Isabel got blowback for bringing Daryl there. So they're like, this is not the type of guy that we like to have in this community. And, and she's like, no, he's going to save everybody. And then he ends up not doing that. He ends up getting everybody killed because all the cause guys come hunting him because Maribel gives them false information 
Um, which she does to sort of save her life. Yeah, and then that's I was, where I was really annoyed that we got Maribel again because I think now she's, she's coming going, back. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, she absolutely. She's going to be a character in the series. But she's not a main character. I thought yeah. though that the, her introductory scene, if that was the only scene we had got from her, just to show how people are in France at this moment, I think that would have been fine. What's but instead, what's cracking noob scene you thought that that was going to be her ending yes i thought that that was it i thought that once they robbed daryl that was going to be all we saw of her and then they had to go back to her well they had to introduce the villain somehow so the villains show up and uh they're again the cause army and the guy sees that his brother has been killed which is supposed to be a foil to daryl and how yeah. merle died and how that closeness has guided his entire like trajectory of his character arc same thing with this guy it's like what if the reverse daryl happened except this guy just doesn't feel like a daryl character he just feels like an, again another bully he feels like a normal like not even an antagonist he just seemed like a normal guy i was uh. glad that the cause seemed way more intimidating than the villains in the walking dead dead city but it just doesn't seem like they're still intimidating at all so again you have the nun lair the academy the courtyard where these guys these bad guys show up at the door and the nuns immediately let them in another reason why they wouldn't survive 12 years yeah. there but not only are they po they're posting fo like um things about themselves all over the place so it's not like anybody even has to look that hard to find them so once they get there these bad guys break in conveniently just as daryl has left and decided he is not taking lauren with him because he's not religious and he doesn't believe in that stuff and he thinks the kid would be better off there he sees that the bad guys have broken in he runs in after them and then he starts to take them out john wick style one at a time yeah yeah and so then it's like separate and conquer eventually a lot of the nuns have died there's literally only like two or three left including isabel including lauren and uh and that's where daryl and them instead because the bad guy gets away the yes. main bad guy gets away <laughs> there, there's only one right there, there's one but like he can go back to his squad like they're the cause so there's probably a whole group of them and instead of leaving daryl and the nuns that have survived and laurent all decide to have a campfire moment <laughs> at the place they don't leave like the guy decides not to do that the bully decides not to go and get reinforcements like he should but at the same time it made no sense why they wouldn't try to get out of that place before it gets, like, uh, bombarded If again. this was Negan's group, yeah, they would have been dead 100% by this yeah. point. Well, you would have thought that Daryl would be wiser, but at this point, Daryl has agreed to take Laurent and the rest of them as far as he can across France so that he can get to some port so that he can escape. And then in the last scene, we get um, the reason why Daryl even showed up to begin with which was this other villain who I assume is going to be a bigger villain than, uh, why, why do I not have the guy's written name down? The I, don't have, the I don't have any either. But yes, yeah. but uh, yeah, but Gannette, is that her name? Yes. Or Jeanette? Um, she's not very intimidating. She keeps on trying to scare the captain and it makes it seem as if the captain of the boat that Daryl was originally a part of before he tried to create a mutiny and then got kicked off. Uh, that that guy is going to die because she taps him on the shoulder. She comes mm -hmm. in and she's like, okay, so where is the guy who caused all the problems and screwed up this whole experiment that we're trying to do? They're very vague about it. And he responds with, well, he, we let him go. Then she's like, go find him. There's 200,000 people still in <laughs> France. He is halfway across the entire country. How do they expect to find this random American dude? Like, it's just, it's so strange that like, 
I, I understand bounty hunters exist now in this world because we've seen them in the Maggie show, but the idea that she would waste the resources on trying to find Daryl when it doesn't even seem like Daryl has any means or reason to go back and try to destroy them. I'm also worried that the show is introducing too many villains because if they introduce too many more, it's just going to be too hard to keep track of which one's which, I feel. So far, it's been two. Yes, so I won't, but why, I won't do, we even, why do we even need Jeanette? Because um, I think that's the bigger storyline. People seem mostly excited about the fact that they've introduced her because I think they've read in the comics or something like a bigger storyline that has to deal with like that group or something. Well, look, I went back to look at the trailer after I saw this uh -huh. episode and I saw that there's a scene where there's an explosion on a boat. So I assume in the six episodes... Well, did you stick around for afterwards? Because they even showed the sort of trailer for the rest of the season. No, I decided not to watch it because I probably will be watching the rest of the series. Okay. But I do think that we're going to get one of those backflash episodes just completely as to how daryl was where he was in the first scene i do have a few like thoughts just overall and one of them is that this doesn't feel as much about like a daryl storyline as it does maybe a morgan storyline yes you know where he had a connection because of his son and also he's very like partially religious like sometimes when it benefits him <laughs> and daryl is always just kind of veered away from that type of mission um and then at the same time i i do have a question because they killed the one brother at the very beginning the first bully by stabbing him through the back. And this has always just com confused me, is that like, if you have your spine lacerated, if you were in a wheelchair and then you get bitten by a zombie, can you suddenly walk? <laughs> well, like it somehow cures you? Of like I'm trying to remember because I the, the one woman in, um, in The Last of Us in the first episode, she was like bedridden or she was sitting in the chair. She couldn't walk very well. Um, she gets up, right? Yes. Or she crawls. I remember in season three, they tried to explain how the zombie bite like infected you and what you could do and what you still didn't know. But I don't think that they ever actually explicitly stated. But when the brother had the thing through his body, through his spine in the back, yes. like he was still walking around just fine. And then it's, yeah, I'm going to have to research exactly how that works. But I'll, I'll agree that I will also jump in and watch the rest of the show. I think that this is definitely the best Walking Dead spinoff so far, even no including question. Fear the Walking Dead. However, I just feel like there's too many cliches and tropes for me to give this a passing grade. I'm going to give it a five and a half out of ten. Oh, I will give it probably a 7 out of 10. Um, not Again, that's a C. Um, it, it has an 8.3 on IMDb right now. Most of the reviews have said the exact same thing, that it's the best of the Walking Dead future series. I, I am a little skeptical as to how well it's going to pull off this arc between Laurent and how they're going to justify his specialness you know yeah I, I am just a little tired of the whole special kid but the, uh, the competition for being the best walking dead tv show is really not that deep i was glad that they got rid of the campy kind of comedic humor of the last few seasons of the walking dead or of walking dead dead city yeah. that's the one that i'm really comparing it to because that one just infuriated me with how bad that was i have no problem with the future rick michonne like relationship but i would have rather seen those movies with rick by himself yes. because of how good that first episode that first season was yes he had a family but like it was mostly his story he was the guiding force of it and it, him stuck alone in this other place we might get one or two episodes of that but i think michonne's going to catch up to him real quick <laughs> and and that's going to bum me out just a bit so um yeah i think that right now daryl dixon is the best of the bunch thanks we'll see you on the next episode hope you enjoyed this one bye bye